Hi, this is Peter Rivera, and I'm the original drummer and lead singer of the group Rare Earth. We've had a long career, 50 years. We've played all over the world. We've recorded many, many albums and lots of hit singles. I'm going to talk about them all. So thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the stories. Motown was pretty happy right now because we were riding on, you know, three hit records and the albums were selling and shows were going really good. Oh, all of a sudden there was a movie opportunity. Oh, okay, let's get in the studio. Let's get the movie. Well, actually, Tom Baird was going to go in with us. And it was a, it was a uh, movie called Generation. And so these writers had written a couple of songs with Generation in it. One was called Light Up the Sky. So, oh, we were going to do that. So we started working on how we were going to do it. And we really had to stick to the format of the way it was written for the movie. And it had a different flair from, from what we were used to doing. But under the direction of Tom Baird, we were able to record uh, the song Light Up the Sky. Kim Darby and the male counter, he escapes my memory at the moment. But anyways, we finished this song. You know, we went on about our lives doing shows and working our records, Born to Wander, Losing You, Get Ready. In the meantime, the movie was made and here it was, the big premiere, and it was in Detroit at a big uh, uh, theater. And we went to see the movie, the premiere showing, and there, there we were. The movie comes on, and the song generation comes on, Light Up the Sky it was called. And so we heard it in the movie, and it was uh, it was a kind of an odd feeling, you know. And, and uh, the movie just flopped. <laughs> oh, brother! Yeah, the movie just kind of like nowhere. It just went nowhere. And actually, there was an album released, the big premiere of Generation, starring David Jansen. And Kim Darby. Well, you know, we were kind of feeling like we were going to the Academy Awards. <laughs> so we got to the theater, and everybody's in their places, and here comes the movie, and it opens up, and then all of a sudden, bang, there's us. There's me and the band. We're singing the song. And it was kind of surreal. It's like, well, how did we get here with a song in the movie? I mean, we didn't know much about the movie or anything. So I think we watched it. But the movie never really got legs. It, uh, you know, just never really went anywhere. So after that, we were kind of back at what we do. And what we do is we go out and play shows in support of uh, Get Ready and Losing You and Born to Wander. And the company is now thinking, well, what are they going to do next? 
because they're always like months ahead. You've got a single out that's on the radio playing. They're already preparing for the next album. And, you know, of course, that's just good business, I guess. But, uh, you know, they were talking about producers again. And we're thinking, well, hey, Tom Beard's right here. What are we talking about producers for? So it started to be, like, uncomfortable. And we were going to try to put across our thoughts, and I'm sure Motown was going to put across their thoughts. So we wanted to do an album with, with our songs. We wanted to have a shot at writing because, I mean... We had some ideas, but we never spent a lot of time cultivating it because Motown was just not real interested in hearing the, the writing that we were doing. You know, again, that production line thing, the writers write, the producers produce, the players play, the singers sing, and that's how they do it. And so we weren't, in quote, writers at Motown we managed to get a song or two on on album cuts but we would didn't know if we had something good or not because it was just downplayed anyways Motown was going on about producer and and you know who we could get well all of a sudden we met this young guy nice guy real nice guy and his name was Tony. Oh boy. His name was Tony Clark. And he was the producer of the Moody Blues. And Lord only knows how much money they paid him to come into Detroit, or California rather, and produce Rare Earth. So we were kind of startled about that. I mean, Tony, I'm sure he's just, he's great with the Moody's and all that's great. But, you know, here we are like a Detroit band with the the edge of Detroit and, the, you know, kind of where we come from. And now we're out there in sunny L.A., Distraction City, and all of a sudden we've got a producer that's coming in from England. Now what are we going to be? What is Rare Earth going to be now? So Tony, like I say, he was a very nice guy. And uh, he came in and we kind of talked around and got to know him a little bit. Then we decided to go in the studio. And, and uh, Tony came to us in the studio. And we had set up all our gear. And we had played around a little bit, made some noise, and got all the mic levels and you know, set up our little house, and then Tony came in, and, and we kind of pulled up our chairs and sat around in a circle. And Tony says, we're going to do an album. Motown's brought me in to do an album on you folks. And so I'd like to talk about it. And he said, I'd like to know how you guys feel about it. So we were telling him that we... You know, we wanted to try to do a conceptual album and, and stuff where we would 
maybe write some songs on it or write a, something or other. So he said, well, what we're going to do, boys, is he says, we're going to do what I do with Moody's and everybody else that I work with. He says, we're going to write an album. And we said, write an album. Oh, okay, great. So everybody's got their little pad and their paper and their pencil and stuff like this. And somebody's going, well, who's got an idea? So I had a couple ideas and I put it out there and we started messing around with it. And it felt really good. And we were messing around with some other songs uh, that were written a little bit by uh, some of the guys in the band. I don't remember the songs, and there's a good reason why I don't. I'll get to that momentarily. But So we started to do that, and then once we got a little bit of a song down, Tony go in the control room, and they turned on the recorders, and we recorded it recorded what we had and we did this on several songs and and all of a sudden there's stuff starting to happen on on the, the thing on the album so tony was around i don't it just seems like a couple weeks and all of a sudden out of nowhere tony clark was gone it's like what's going on here so kind of found out later that the company, the A&R people, you know, A&R artists and repertoire, those are people that really try to match up the producers with the singers and the songs from the songwriters and get it all together for a project. Well, they pulled Tony Clark because they didn't feel that what we were doing was going to be up to snuff for not only them, but for Rare Earth or so they just didn't care for what was going on. So Tony was gone. Well, now I go back to Tom Beard and say, hey, we are in a project. We're starting a project. And we want to do uh, songs of ours. We kind of want to do them our way. We kind of don't want to do a cover song by the temps or anything else and we and uh, we don't really know a lot of producers but Tom Beard good let's let's go with Tom Beard and get to work I was told a couple of days later that we were going to go into the studio and be produced by Stevie Wonder Well, okay, Stevie Wonder. I mean, he was, you know, Stevie Wonder. Can't argue with that, boy. He's great. So we go to the studio, and it's a nice day, I don't know, afternoon sometime, and dragging our gear in, and we're setting it up, and, well, it's going to be a session with Stevie Wonder. And, okay, let's see what happens. Well... True to form, we set up our stuff and we start playing and dipping around with our instruments and stuff like that, just getting comfortable and getting back in the studio. And in comes Stevie 
wonder with a couple people. And hey, how you doing? What's going on? Blah 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 blah. And isn't isn't it great? You know. And Stevie goes in the control room, and he's got a song. In fact, he's got two songs, and he kind of plays us a little demo thing through the mic, the 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 earphone speakers, and we start fooling around a little bit. You know, blah 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 blah, and, and learning what his ideas were. And, talking a little bit. He never said much. Stevie was in the control room, and I'll be honest with you, I love the guy, I really do. And he needs to get off the phone. Back then, he was always on the phone. And we're in the studio, and we're trying to get something here, and we're wondering again, Mr. Producer, do you like this, what we're doing? What do you think of that? Can we use this? Can we use that? Uh, you know, And he was just, oh yeah, it sounds great, man. It sounds great. I don't remember a whole lot about the rest of that session because it was just was kind of chaotic. And, and, you know, again, I think Stevie was maybe going to chop things up and edit it and kind of piece things together. I don't know for sure. Anyway, we did uh, two songs with him. I can remember uh, part of one, but I don't remember the second one. So the session was, you know, it was it was pretty cool. And then the next day we were going to do the vocals. And so I went to the studio and got ready to do the vocals. Got the mic balanced down and everything, and the last thing I said was, okay, Stevie, where are we going to start? We never did get any further. I sang some lines, and Stevie was on the phone, and I sang some more lines, and I asked the engineer how it was sounding, he said it was sounding good, and ah, I sang some more stuff, and uh, it just never went anywhere. And uh, our session was over. I don't know what ever came of anything that I did, but it never really seemed that we were accomplishing anything in entirety. It uh, was just kind of a crazy thing that was not that much fun to tell you the truth. Still love Stevie, he's the greatest in the world. And for us, it just didn't work. Well, we started, <clears throat> God, again, I don't remember exactly how it went, uh, but we started uh, this one song, and that's the one I remember. It was, leaving me here in the dark, don't you know that's a crime. That's all I remember about that song, either one of the songs. But it took a while to start working. I mean, Stevie is such an incredible talent. We all know that. He's just a, an icon. Stevie's just great. Now, great artist great singer, great writer. And is he a good producer? Uh, 
we wanted him to be a great producer. And I'll tell you, it was difficult just trying to communicate when you're doing battle with a phone. And I'd look up in the control room and he was on the phone talking. And I would say, hey, Stevie. Uh, and then he'd lean over and hit the, the button so he could talk back to me. And he'd go, yeah, hey, man, what's up? Sounds great. And I thought to myself, sounds great. I didn't even sing nothing. What are you, are, are you just giving me answers? What's going on here? So our enthusiasm was not so great at that time because it just felt like we weren't really going to get anywhere. We were just going to be fooling around. And, and so the session was over. And oddly enough, I never heard another word about Stevie. I guess the committee didn't really care for what we were doing there either. So now what's going to happen? I know. Let's go back to Tom Baird. We had a great opening with him, and doggone it, he's a great guy, and he knows his stuff, and give us the confidence, and let us go in the studio and do this stuff with, uh, with Tom. So eventually, we, get, we got our way. We were in there with Tom. Let's see what we're going to do. One, two, three. Well, thanks for listening. My name is Peter Rivera, original lead singer-drummer of Rare Earth, and I really appreciate that you've listened to these podcasts. I hope you come back and check out more. I've got a lot ahead of us and a lot of the story for you, so come on back and hang with me for a while. I bring you flowers, baby, because you're the best. I'm going to treat you so much better than all the rest. I pull the chair out for you, open and close.